1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, Joe Biden gave a speech on Tuesday. About inflation. He wanted to get in front of the bad news. The inflation number was released yesterday. It is 8.3%. Prices up 8.3% in March of... Excuse me, in May of 2022. Actually, it's the April number. The April number is up 28.3% 2022 over 2021. And the liberal media said... Uh, Wow, it's leveling off, it's tempering, it's quieting down, it's diminishing. Mm. Well, uh, it was higher than projected. The projected rate was 8.1%. And it did come down from 8.5%, but it's still at a 40-year high. So we are getting uh, untruthful statements from our president. And he knows that people don't enjoy paying more for food, for gas, for airline tickets, vacation items, things like that. He knows it. He knows that unless he can institute rampant mail-in balloting again in the fall, he has no chance of avoiding a bloodbath in the midterm elections. And it's pretty obvious to me that this is um, infecting whatever cogent thoughts Joe Biden has left Because he has become fixated on blaming his problems on others. And that's kind of a political thing that a lot of politicians do. Uh, He has cited in the past, you know, Vladimir Putin, the pandemic, supply chain issues, and of course, Republicans. Even though they don't control the House, don't control the Senate, don't control the White House, it is nevertheless their fault. But Biden has turned uh, even more uh, southerly in his um, contact with reality in that now he is venturing down the same road that Hillary Clinton went down when she labeled everyone who didn't support anything she supported as a basket of deplorables. Uh, Joe Biden has regurgitated the term MAGA and has dressed it up with an adjective, ultra MAGA, as if to indicate that anyone who subscribes to the idea that it would be a good thing to engage in policies that made America great uh, is somehow an extremist. This is just a small montage of the times he has Gone down that road over the last week or so.
0: The ultra MAGA Republicans who seem to control the Republican Party now. And it's the ultra MAGA agenda. I don't want to hear Republicans talk about deficits and their ultra MAGA agenda. It's a MAGA agenda, all right. Let me tell you about this ultra MAGA agenda. It's extreme, as most MAGA things are. This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history, in recent American history.
1: So, one of the signs of somebody who's losing it is paranoia. Here's Joe Biden yesterday in Chicago at the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, IBEW convention, where. It sounds to me like the confluence of his failures and people's dissatisfaction with his failures uh, are consuming his thoughts. And when that happens, you become not only delusional, but you become bitter, and you become angry, and you become unhinged. And you invent scenarios that fit your own twisted view of how things really are. I don't know exactly what he's referring to here, but he sounds positively unhinged when he is painting a scenario that I don't think exists in our country, but it certainly exists somewhere in the dark reaches of his own mind
0: just get a box of food and they're drunk. How could you forget? People were hurting. And what is it that my
2: crowd wanted to do? Forget it. Forget it. God, this is the United States of America. The idea
0: that people would have to wait line an hour, hour and a half to get a box of food and they're drunk.
1: Now, I apologize that the audio was not very good, but I felt like it was worth playing because the comments were so unhinged. What he said was, remember those long lines you'd see on television. What is he talking about? Like, I thought he was talking about communist Russia. No, he was talking about the early stages of the pandemic in 2020. That's the only thing I can possibly conceive that he was talking about. Remember those long lines you'd see on television. People lining up in all kinds of vehicles. And well, he wasn't talking about people going to Trump rallies. No, he was talking about, he said, people lining up in all kinds of vehicles just to get a box of food in their trunk. How quickly we forget. Now he's shouting this. People were hurting. And what did the MAGA crowd want to do? Forget it. Forget it. This is the United States of America. The idea that people would have to wait in line an hour, an hour and a half to get a box of food in their trunk. It's just unbelievable. I have no clue what he's talking about. Other than he's demonstrating exactly what is at play here in his party. uh, Because what he's saying has no Attachment to reality. One of the smartest guys out there on observing the left and putting it into focus is Victor Davis Hanson. Victor's been a guest on this show. We will get him on again. Uh, Here is Victor Davis Hanson talking about the situation in which we live where Joe Biden is inventing a reality that does not exist.
0: We live in an empire of lies, and all of these people promulgate them, and there's not going to be any consequences. When James Clapper lies under oath to Congress and says, you know, the NSA never spies on anybody. Oh, sorry, I gave you the least untruthful answer, or John Brennan twice lied under oath, or Lois Lerner, you know, took the fifth. There's just all of these people are unaccountable. I think people are, they're just saying, you know, I don't believe what these people tell me. They, they're this by coastal elite. They think they're uh, exempt from the law. Rules don't apply to them. They put their kids in private school and lecture us how ter- uh, terrible you are if you charter, go to a charter school or home school or how wonderful teacher unions are. But that's not applicable to them. They have big walls around the Pelosi estate in Napa, but she dams walls on the border. So I think there's going to be a reckoning. And I really do feel it. And I think it's going to happen in November. And I think Jen Psaki and Joe Biden, you know, in the abstract, they think, "Uh uh-oh, we're in trouble. But they don't, they're not in the concrete. They don't really have their hand on the pulse of the country. It's very angry right now. And it's angry in one direction.
1: Yeah, and the anger is justified, but it's not justified if we act or react in ways that give the left ammunition to use against us that was the issue with january the 6th now january the 6th this retelling will never be um in evidence on mainstream media but january the 6th was instantly condemned by most republican legislators and by most conservative talk show hosts i will never forget sitting in this very chair looking on tv seeing what was going on and went what are they doing Like, this is not going to help. This is not going to help. Now, I understand that a lot of the people who have been labeled as insurrectionists were instead just people who were there to support a president they felt got cheated out of the election and then followed the crowd into the Capitol and had no idea that the front wall of people had broken through barriers and had assaulted police officers. So there was a great deal more innocence and nobody really grasped the gravity of what was going on then but it was universally condemned by Republican legislators and by conservative media. Do you see that same thing in evidence now, calling out Biden for his lies, calling out the Supreme Court protests at justices' homes? No, you don't. If you ever want things in Washington put in perspective— and you want to be entertained while they're put in perspective, then all you have to do is search out the latest comments from Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. Uh, John Kennedy, uh, I think this guy loves being on TV. And I don't know if he comes up with these funny phrases off the top of his head, if he has a staffer who sits around and... Concocts them for him, and he commits them to memory. But he, his delivery is impeccable. And he was on Jesse Waters the other night, uh, talking about the Biden administration and what we have seen out of President Joe Biden in his first 14 months in office.
2: A nation, a couple. Sometimes I think President Biden just doesn't eat enough fiber. <laughs> Um, he 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 said today, for example, as you pointed out, that he bears no responsibility whatsoever for inflation. Um, I think most Americans are thinking right, and Jimmy Jimmy Hoffa died of natural causes. Uh, also, the stripper really likes you. Um, I, I mean, look here here's the here's the truth. Um, The truth is that the Biden administration just keeps kicking its own ass. (laughs) The truth is, the President Biden won the nomination because he promised not to be Bernie Sanders. Who has he tried to emulate, Bernie Sanders? After 14 months, we know that President Biden believes in bigger government, higher taxes, more spending, more debt. More regulation, a weaker military, open borders, taxpayer funding, funded abortion on demand, and turning cops into social workers.
1: Now, those are some funny lines, but tell me which ones aren't true. Those are all positions of the Biden administration. Those are absolutely all positions of the Biden administration. Is there any aspect of American life? any aspect of American life, if you're, and I'm not even asking you to be a dyed-in-the-wool conservative. All I'm asking is that if you're just an average, normal citizen, and I know people like this. They don't watch the news. They don't want to watch the news. They don't want to be drawn into political arguments. They would just like to live their life. They'd like to go to work. They'd like to pay their bills. They'd like to count on a future for their kids like they had. That's that's really what they want. They want to be able to work hard, produce an adequate income. It was like pretty much what Tim Ryan, the Democratic candidate for senator, defined as economic freedom in his interview with Brett Baer a week or so ago. Just want to be able to have a job, buy a new car every now and then, every five, six, seven years, afford a vacation every now and then. How many people have that economic freedom under Joe Biden? And how many of them don't have it because of policies that Biden has instituted? How many of his policies could be deemed as middle of the road? Remember, he was going to restore normalcy to our country. Does does this sound normal to you? Attorney General Merrick Garland, the guy who's opened investigations into parents for going to school board meetings. That was the lead story on the show today with Jim Jordan's letter to the DOJ saying, hey, we know you've done this. We know you've labeled parents domestic terrorists. You've denied it. Merrick Garland appeared in front of Congress and denied it. We're not doing that. Well, they are doing it. The paperwork has been found. Jordan has cited it. Did you miss what Garland said last week? I mean, there were so many things going on in the news last week. This one flew under the radar. Merrick Garland came out while they're... Everybody's obsessing about the Supreme Court leak and threats to Samuel Alito and threats to Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh and Chuck Schumer ranting and raving and all the lies being told by Jen Psaki and others about threats to women's health care and the lies Joe Biden's telling about, you know, interracial marriage is now on the table. All those lies. This flew under the radar, but this happened. Merrick Garland held a press conference and said that his office would be forming a new bureau called the Office of Environmental Justice. The Office of Environmental Justice to oversee and help guide the Justice Department's wide-ranging environmental justice efforts. Did gas prices just go up $2 a gallon in the aftermath of this announcement? Or have they been skyrocketing for the past eight months to a year? They're... Solution to gas prices is not to ramp up domestic energy production, not to open new leases. They've given 9,000 leases on federal lands. Yeah, they're dry leases. They're leases that don't pay any dividends. They've raised the tax rate on domestic drilling. They have done everything they can to disincentivize domestic drilling for petroleum in our country. But environmental justice? That's a priority of the Justice Department. It was created as part of the DOJ's comprehensive environmental justice enforcement strategy in compliance with the Biden administration's January 2021 executive order. Remember, he got in office and he wore out like three pens, exhausted the ink in all of them, signing executive orders, mandating boys can play sports with girls, ending the wall, ending the end of the Paris Climate Accords restarting the Iran Iran nuclear deal, all the things Trump did. We're going to undo all of them. That was Biden's first day in office. One of them was this executive order directing the attorney general to develop a strategy in conjunction with the EPA. Man, when you get the EPA and the DOJ together, I don't know what those letters spell. Other than trouble for the most sane among us and he bathed it in the same woke kind of nonsensical commentary that they always do to justify their whacked actions. Although violations of our environmental laws can happen anywhere, communities of color, indigenous communities, and low-income communities often bear the brunt of the harm caused by environmental crime, pollution, and climate change. This is the party, this is the party, that will link arms with black lives matter that will link arms with the whack jobs protesting in downtown Columbus, defying police orders to disband and tell you that they really care about raising the standard of living in Linden and Franklinton and the Hilltop. That's what they'll tell you. Meanwhile, while gunfire echoes at all hours of the day, while kids under the age of 10 are shot in their homes while they're sleeping by drive-by shootings, while we had five murders in three days a weekend ago, all of them under the age of 25, walk down the street in Linden or Franklinton or the Hilltop and ask them if they've been the victim lately of any environmental damage. Ask them if that's top priority for them, or if they're just trying not to get hit by stray gunfire in their neighborhood. I don't know whether to be more angry with the Biden administration over this ridiculous initiative that's meant to increase the size of government because they are going to create environmental justice coordinators all over the country. Or to be angry with the people in those areas of town that continue to vote Democrat.